This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, let's head back to the phones. Let's do it. James is in Spring Valley. What's up, James? Hey, what's going on? I'm Larry Gordon. Big shout out to the company. Um, Guys, you know what's weird about Zach Wilson? And I'm a Giants fan, so I have a very outside, outside view is Tommy DeVito that can actually throw a touchdown and Zach Wilson can't. That's very incredible that a mama's boy can throw more than Zach Wilson. So I guess my question to ask you guys is, at some point, when do all the Zach truthers and all these Jet fans come to their senses and realize that he's not the guy? Because I'm sure the players know he's not the guy. I think the coaches know not the guy. When does the organization come to realize that? He's not good. Nothing he does is good. He's a terrible, terrible quarterback. He is awful. He is the worst. So when did when the organization realize that he's bad? Just cut bait and move on. Thanks, thanks well, for my call, guys. All right, James. Thanks for checking in. I'll say this. I, I think they have a pretty good idea now, Gordon. And I think um, – <laughs> I would like to think so. I would, right? And I think they have a pretty good idea now because of the fact that it just seems like, okay, the season's over. We're not winning. Rodgers went down. It's over. No Super Bowl. We're not doing this. Forget about it. That's not it. Here's our opportunity to see just where this kid is. We're not bringing anybody in to back him up that that could threaten to sit him down. We're going to ride with him. We're going to see what he has. We're going to see what what Hackett can do with him. He's Aaron Rodgers has been working with him. This is the best barometer that we've got to see what's going on with this kid. And Gordon, uh, I just don't see what they now. I they'll, they'll probably uh, here's are they my gonna question. Release to you. Him? Are they going to release yeah, him? I mean, this is, that's I, I my know. question. Do you think he is on the Jets roster next year? Because next year will be year four. They're still paying him. They're still paying him. They're not paying him a lot. It's his rookie contract. It's still his rookie contract. He apparently has a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers, who's expected to be back next year. I think he will be on the roster next year. Now he should be the third string guy. Yeah. You can't you can't make that mistake again. Like, hey, Jet, let's make some new mistakes, right? If we're gonna make mistakes, let's at least make some new mistakes for a change, rather than the same mistakes over and over again. So I'll i I will agree with you, Gordon, that he's back on the roster, but I will say this. Remember what Samini told us an hour ago. Depending on how this season ends, mm-hmm. If they don't find a way to get some offense and they lose a couple more games and they end up with a five, six win season, Gordon, mm-hmm. everybody's out. See, that's the thing. I and, think and then, the safest... and then I think the new person comes in, the first thing they do is say bye to Zach Wilson. But the person who's the safest is the quarterback. Rodgers is safer than anybody. He's safer than Salah. Yeah. He's even safer, I think, than, than Douglas. Yeah. So if he says I want to keep this I want to keep I want to keep Zach. I think I he might know. say I want to keep Salah. I don't know. I don't know about keeping Zach. I don't know, Gordon. It's I mean, he himself went year. On, he himself said the offense works for me. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> I'm just looking at Zach's numbers. Yes. Like you really have to twist it to see where the improvement is. Yeah. Year one, he completed 55% of his passes. This year, he's completing 59% of his passes. Mm-hmm. 
In year one, in 13 games, he threw nine touchdowns. And this year, in nine games, he's thrown five touchdowns. In um, last year, he had an interception rate of 2.9. His interception rate this year is 2.0, which is good. Mm -hmm. But last year in nine games, he was sacked 23 times. This year, he's been sacked 33 times. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... If you want to say there's improvement, okay, great. It's not, it's, it, it's not, it's still not good. In no way, shape, or form, you might be able to make the argument there's improvement. There's no way you can argue it's good. But see, here, here's, here's the bad thing about it, okay? Um, he's, he should be getting better. Right. This is his third right. year. And right. his second year, the numbers you're giving me from last year, in Larry. a lot of cases, are better than this year. Larry. And it shouldn't be. If I t- are you the cook in the house, or is you not the cook in the house? Uh, well, what's, some, what's one skill that you're terrible at? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm really pretty good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> what's one thing that Jeanette does not want you going anywhere near? That's a good question. There's so many of them. Well, look, it, whatever it is, let's say it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's repairing things, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much it. Okay. You're terrible at repairing things. Yes. Larry, if you worked for three years on repairing things, you might not be good, but you'd be significantly better yes. than when you started, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we're saying. Yeah. There's no, there's, I mean, whatever improvement you can find, it, you, it's like, remember those pictures that were big in the day where it was like you looked at it a certain way and there was a 3D image in yeah, the middle yeah, of it yeah. and you had to kind of skew your eyes. That's yeah. what it's like looking at Zach stats. Yeah. You got to skew your eyes in a way that you go, oh, I think I can see it now. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Zach Wilson has thrown a touchdown in 20, 20 of his last 931 career passes. Oh, my God. That is a touchdown rate of 2.1% lowest in NFL history. Thank you, Harvey. Julian. Isn't that bad? In life, for- you want to have definitive answers. On this one, we have gotten a definitive answer. There's no, there's no gray area. I would like to have some loyal friends like Woody Johnson. And oh, my God. I w- if anyone in my career had ever backed me <laughs> like this guy, Larry, the things we'd be doing, Larry. Uh, you're, you're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, they love him. They love him. They love him. They love him. Mark's in Newark. What's up, Mark? What's going on, fellas? How are you tonight? Hey, Mark. That stat, literally, you know, on that commercial where the guy's hat props off, and then it's gone. That yes. that's exactly what happened when you said twenty touchdown passes in nine hundred attempts. Wow! Did you go to? Just here's what wow. I want to know, Mark. Here's what I want to know. Did you walk toward the window? That's all I want to know. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm just I'm looking at the opposite direction of the window because <laughs> the stat just made my neck spin like the Exorcist. Wow. Um, so here, here's where I'm at, right? Like what happened to the Jets is is it's really really mind-boggling when you think of it this way. Coach Salah is one of the best defensive minds in the game. 
and he stuck to his plan. And what happened is in the last three years, the defensive guys, no matter who came in and came out, you remember how much we hated that other guy, the cornerback, uh, Tremont, Tremaine Johnson. He was too slow. Oh, yeah. Out oh, he goes, God. right? Oh. Okay, but what happened is the youngsters and the mix of, you know, mostly and a couple of veterans, you know, he has his defensive rotation thing, right? And he has his uh, the corners, you know, the zone man thing, right? And and they played in it, and they played in it, and he kept telling them, if you do this consistently, it'll work. And that's why the Jets' defense is so good now, because everybody knows what to do, where to be, mm. not trying to do the other person's job. And it's a thing of beauty watching the Jets play defense for me. Um, now, when I played ball, I learned that there's keys. Everybody has certain keys that make them react in a certain way. When I played football, my coach always said it, read your keys, read your keys. It's amazing to see how great our defense is at doing that. And then you flip it around to the offensive side of the ball, and everybody also has keys. And Zach Wilson, they fell in love. When they saw that rocket arm play that he did with the shorts on, it it was love at first sight. And I dare anybody to try to convince me otherwise. Their their eyes went like Bugs Bunny with the hearts in them. Wow. And so that, that let's get him. But what they didn't count on was the fact of we don't need that for this team. We need the same thing that Robert imposed on the defense. Consistency, consistency, understanding your keys, knowing what to do with the football. The big plays will come. Every play is designed to score a touchdown, as my coach used to say, and every defensive play is designed to stop it. So if you consistently do the thing that the player is supposed to do, somebody's going to fall. Somebody's going to blow a coverage. Somebody's going to not be able to keep up with your guy. Those are the intangibles. But the play, if you run the play as it's supposed to be ran, chances are you're going to have a consistent offense and big plays will happen along the way and bad plays will happen along the way. But you're consistent. And that Zach doesn't know how to play. And, and, and you said 920. He doesn't know how to play. I don't understand what more you need. Yeah, he's got that on. That, wow, that hearts in the eyes. He's got that. Yeah. But he doesn't know how to play football. And that's why every time he comes out on the field, you, me, and a million, millions of other people, as soon as the Jets decided to get to go on offense first, what was your first thought? Because mine was, three and okay, out. What, what's going to happen and now? <laughs> and that, that says it all right there. That was mine, Mark. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Mine was three and out because that's what I've seen. Because I know, Gordon, that he's still – and I don't know how – I'm not a football player. I'm not a football coach. I'm not an offensive coordinator, not a quarterback coach, not not defensive guy. I'm none of that. Gordon, I don't know how you can't read the field and be a quarterback. How can you not be able to read the field? Mark was talking about keys. You know, they put – the Jets are the only team when they put people in motion, the offense does – the defenses don't move. Like, normally you put the guy in motion to say, oh, is it zone or is it man? Okay, because they'll respond to the guy moving. Guys move back and forth going, oh, defense doesn't move. The defense is like, okay, yeah, they're just trying to see what we're doing. We're not doing anything. We know you're going to hand the ball off. Now, all right, go ahead. Let's see what you got. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? 
it doesn't seem like uh, the 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 teams that the Jets are playing they they like the Jets' decision to stick with Zach Wilson. That's for sure. There's no question about it. No question about it. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. What's one skill that you're terrible at? Well, I don't know. I'm really pretty good at everything. (laughs) This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, you're next on 98.7. Hey, good evening, Larry. GD, shout out to the company. And, you know, I just wanted to talk about, you know, the offense and compare it to last year because for some reason, it, it that last year kind of looked a little bit more explosive with all the, with, you know, the Elijah Moores and the Barrioses and all those other key compartments, while now it just looks like it's just Garrett Wilson and nothing else. And LaFleur was blamed for really being a bad coordinator and, it, that last year's offensive play calling looks like it was like oh, I'm sorry that it, it, it definitely looked like it was one of the the, the McVay offenses compared to what I'm seeing seeing with with Hackett because this is just horrible. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, guys. All right, Jose. Thanks for the phone call. It sounds like uh, they're talking about his dad, Gordon. <laughs> Jeff yeah. Talking about his dad. Right. From, from you you back wait in the long day. enough, and the story comes back around. And it's the same thing with Jet uh, coordinators. It was a long time. Hackett. I can't take this Hackett guy. Get him out of here. I know. I now know. we got another Hackett. Uh, there is similarities between last year's offense and this year's off- offense, and that is they don't run the ball. <laughs> Neither one of them really wants to run the ball. It's crazy. It is. It is. Um, it's hard to believe that you could go in a league where the NFL it's up, it's down, it's here, it's there. It's so consistent. Yeah. Every yep. year, it's every year we're yelling about the same things, and, and the names change, but the results stay stay the same. They remain the same, man. It's unbelievable. Kevin's in Harlem. Kevin, you're next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I was just wondering. Um, Basically, the Giants season has gone as bad as it could be. Uh, say they just get, you know, blown out like they've been getting blown out. Um, do you think there's any chance that the regime of uh, Dayball and uh, the GM is in jeopardy? Because as a Giants fan, we've been through it, and I think they came from the Bills. Dayball's got a good uh history of quarterbacks i'm like this would be the worst thing we go through this and it's like don't fire the guys now that can get us get us out of it i don't think that that dave or shane are going to get fired they didn't really want to fire joe judge they but he didn't really leave i mean he sounded ridiculous week in and week out he didn't leave them much of a choice the issue to me though is is not about firing them after this season. It's do you think that they're the right guys to draft the next quarterback and then develop the next quarterback? And that's really, at this point, the only thing that's mm-hmm. worth even going down that road. And if you keep the, – the problem is, is if next year looks like this, then what do you do? Yeah. Because then you'll have the young quarterback. You don't want to waste more years. That's where it becomes tricky. I don't think it's going to be tricky this year, even if they get blown out, which I expect more times than not they probably are going to. What if we continue to see stuff on the sidelines, the frustration? Does that now put a situation where you have to do something with Dable? 
I think Shane's going to be here. Mm -hmm. But do you have to do something with Dable if that continues? Because you you know you're st and now I don't expect them to be giving up 600 yards again. Right. <laughs> okay. So I, I think that's a one time thing where you're just like you know Gordon, you get your butt beat and you're frustrated because there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Right. So I understand it. I get it. But if it continues, is that a situation where you're looking, you're like, well, you know what? Has he lost the team? What's going on here? I, I think that that was just frustration from wanting to do better. Um, now, it, it's not Buddy Ryan uh, punching people. On, like, if that gets to, if that gets to that level, <laughs> look, I, I never want to say there's no chance because right. life has a way of, of showing you that, that, that there actually is a chance. Yeah. Uh, I would think that it's very, very small. But I would say if you were drawing up a scenario to put yourself in trouble, losing to the Jets the way they did, losing to the Cowboys the way that they did, the way um, – uh, what else? What, what other games have they lost here in the recent – I mean, if you were going to draw up a scenario, this is kind of what it would look like. Now, mm -hmm. I, I guess it's probably going to remain – bad the rest of the way i don't think it can look as bad as it did um last week against the cowboys i would hope not but oh losing to the raiders i forgot yeah I forgot raiders, the raiders right, game. Right. right losing to the jets the way you did losing to the raiders where you were just non-competitive losing to the cowboys i would say i don't want them to win this week but they gotta look like an nfl team this week now my question is and you know I've asked this before, and I know your answer, and you have my answer. We know what the answer is. But because of the losses, does that put more pressure on them to bring Tyrod Taylor and play him when he is I, able I to don't play? Think, I, I think the only thing – I get that John Mara, Mara is not going to want to tank per se. Mm -hmm. There is nothing to be gained. I, I liken this, Larry, to uh, the the Giants going out and winning a game against the Commanders or the Patriots and screwing up their draft picks. Mm -hmm. It's the NFL version of Spanx. Like, it's something you put on to make it look better, but it's not actually better. The problem is still underneath the clothing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the NFL version of Spanx, beating oh. the Commanders or beating the Patriots and then picking fifth in the draft <laughs> where there's like three good quarterbacks. <laughs> All right, let me let me translate because I think Harvey's lost. Ah! It's like it's like having those uh, that you see on the commercial that you wrap these things around your stomach. So it's like that a girl. It the stomach. Yeah, in. They, they have a different and, name and for it now, smooth, but yeah. And you have this smooth stomach. The man's ear, the bro. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Something That's to cover up the, the the trouble areas to make it look yes. a little bit better. Yes. Form fitting clothing. It's oh, yeah. not, it doesn't actually improve anything. You haven't lost any weight, but it just, from the outside, it looks a little bit better. It looks a little better, but it ain't. <laughs> it ain't better. The problem is still there. It's still there. It's still there. We'll continue the conversation on 9870 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Harvey, for those who are, aren't familiar with Spanx that Gordon was talking about before the break. I asked you to Google it and uh, tell me what you what was the diagram that you saw on on the Google. Essentially, a uh, airtight clothing, from what mm -hmm. it looked like. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think I think it looked better one in the pictures that I looked at than what Gordon was trying to describe. <laughs> it covers it covers up some uh, some problem areas. Yeah. 
stomach makes it look makes things look a lot better than they actually are. Usually the midsection. Yes, yes. Usually the midsection. Yes, yeah. that's the trouble, right? Yeah, you know, where where the beer hangs out mm-hmm. <laughs> and never leaves. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back to the phones. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? Guys, let me tell you, that's Zachary Wilson getting better and better. Okay. Each day he's growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, everybody grows at a different pace. Exactly. Coaches have done him wrong. Mm-hmm. He has all the requisite skills. Yes. That kid is going to be a star. Whew. These troopers are like Bruce Willis. <laughs> they die hard. <laughs> 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 you know, a guy called you, he pointed out all of the key points how the Jets became where they are as an organization after you guys were talking about the abusive relationship stuff, which is 100% accurate. You know, me and wife were in the car, we're listening, and we was just like Viola Davis and Fences. We was right there with you. And Danny went to, but they did Wilson wrong. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, man. Like, listen, I, you know, I wish I had a lot of money. First, I would feed the poor and the hungry. And then I'd spread out a lot of those 70-inch high-definition TVs that they got on sale around this time of year mm-hmm. and tell these guys, listen, go real close to that television. <laughs> Look and watch. And like you said, don't even bring up C.J. Stroud. I mean, has Zach Wilson ever even looked like Will Levis? No. I mean, come on, guys. Stop. Just stop. What was that chick's name back in the days of the, the, the videos? The one with the ball head. She used to do the exercise. Susan Powder. Stop the insanity. It's over. And you have to accept it. It's over now. Stop it. My baby over here singing this Luther Vandross. But anyway, look, I'm going to move on to a more positive topic. Basketball in my uh-huh. 76ers. Oh, you loving life what? without Harden, aren't you? Oh, listen, let me tell you something. Without the rump shaker... <laughs> I got a reason. I got a reason to turn on the TV. You saw my man Maxi dropping fifty the other night. Uh huh. Oh my God! Now I'm not gonna poke my chest out too much, because I have to always be cautiously optimistic with all my teams because you know they they've always taken me down Broadway of let down Boulevard. But I say this much: and Ubre and Ubre was playing well. So mm. what happens? He gets hit by a car. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. But look, everything rides on Embiid, uh, you know, his late-season health. Because right now, everything is rosy and all that. But, you know, it's wonderful when you watch a team. And uh, like you said the other day, um, uh, what the Jets had, a, what they had, a, 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 a players-only meeting? Yes, yes. You, you know what that is. Yes. That's that, that, that's that boat with the man with the bones in the hood. And the, uh, and the sickle taking you on the river sticks. <laughs> That's the end of the road. Rob Sowers is going to get fired at the end of this year, and it's a shame. But, you know, it, 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 it's nice to have a team where you have everybody there who wants to play. And the convo is not about guys who don't want to play anymore. You know, Ben Simmons, our mental health is a serious thing. I feel bad for him in, in his personal life. But once again, now he's got nerve damage in his back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got rid of Harden. And, and 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 I will say this, and it pains me to say this, because you know I always root for my brothers in any endeavor that they're taking on. You, you have to admit, it was time for Doc Rivers to go, and Nick Nurse is an upgrade. 
You know, he knows how to, to, to work with the younger players. And Doc's whole thing was he was trying to run that same program that he ran in the Celtics. Yeah. And the league has changed, and you yeah. don't have three veteran MVPs. So you needed to, you know, Maxi doing what he's doing is a direct reflection of a word that everybody loves in life, and it's called opportunity. Mm-hmm. Beautiful thing, baby. You're right, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call. Buddha, Buddha, Buddha looks works better with an audience, Gordon. You know, with, yeah, with, with Mrs. Well, Buddha in the background. He, I, I don't know how many calls Buddha has made to our show, to all the shows over mm-hmm. the time. I would say that he said something there that was the most insincere thing he has ever said on the radio. And that is, he said after the year, Robert Sala is going to get fired, and it's a shame. <laughs> he does not feel that way at all. He tried to slip that in there at the, and they just kept going like we didn't notice it. Uh huh. Oh man, word salad. Yeah, what you- <laughs> Oh, well, he's gonna <laughs> all the greatest hits. L's in Jersey. What's up, L? Let's go Raiders. What's up, fellas? Hi, L. You feeling good? Uh, uh listen, man. I'm feeling. I'm feeling fantastic, man. And listen, <laughs> you know, I I gotta say, I, I know this is a a Jets and Giants station, you know. So you know, I, I'm gonna give shout out to Raider Nation, of course, but I'm gonna you know spin it back uh, to the Jets, man. Listen. I have a laundry list of things that I could criticize Mark Davis about over the years. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that he did, and I said this last week when I called you guys, he cut the cancer out, right? He went top to bottom, our $76 million fragility quarterback. You're going to be sitting on the bench. We're going with the rookie. That's what the Jets need to do. They, Zach Wilson shouldn't have been on the roster starting this year. Starting this year. Okay? So at this point, cut the cancer out. And But then the question is always going to be, you cut him out, who are you going to go with, right? Listen, I, 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 I'll tell you this. If Trevor Simeon started the game against the My Raiders on Sunday night, I would have been very concerned because the guy could throw the ball down the field and he's a pro quarterback. So, I, listen, I feel for my Giant fans. I feel for my Raider fans out there, my, my Jets fans out there. I wish you all best, but listen, cut the cancer out. And so that's L, all I got to say. L, before you go, me. let me ask you this. Um. What's you up? said that you were concerned. You would have been concerned about Trevor Simeon throwing the ball against your team last week. It, isn't that an indictment on Zach Wilson? How about this week yeah. with uh, Tua Tagovailoa throwing the ball down? Oh, uh, hey, 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 can I can I just enjoy a week? I'm can just I asking you a question. A we're out of New York teams <laughs> for you to play. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. That's it for the year. You enjoyed it. You, you timed it right. You got everything as you wanted. That's it. I'm only asking him a question. It seemed right. like Gordon seemed like the perfect segue. He was talking about Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. I would say Tua's, even though you may not like no, him. No, I much, mean, look, he's, he's much higher up than. Way. Than, 
than what the Giants got right now or what the Jets got right now. That is that is for sure. And I would just say, I don't know that Trevor Simeon is better than Zach Wilson. Maybe he's not. It's been a while since he's played in the league. When he did play in the league, he was not any great shakes. I would just say, if he put up Zach Wilson numbers when he was starting, he wouldn't have gotten another chance to play in the league. And if you can't find any quarterback to be a backup to your backup who's not better than the worst starting quarterback, you have done a miserable job putting a team together. Yeah. It's not good. If you, you can't even have a conversation in the organization of the guys you have at your disposal to replace the quarterback who is statistically the worst in the sport. Gordon, in 2017, Trevor Simeon had 12 touchdowns and 14 picks. Right. In 2016, he had 18 touchdowns and 10 picks. Okay? I'll say it again. I'll repeat it. The stat I had earlier. Okay? Just so every just in case. Zach Wilson has thrown a touchdown in 20 of 931 career passes. Trevor Simeon's already better. He's already produced more. Right. He he has he has I think it's twice the amount of touchdowns yeah. in roughly the same amount of games as Zach Wilson. So I and mean, we can't even have the conversation. No, no, we're, we're here to discuss we're, it. It's off right. the table. Mm-hmm. It's off the table. We're sticking with it. Can you imagine, Robert Sala? Um, oh my God. Is there a way that? What can I do? The <laughs> how do I way <laughs> to not have? To, is there a way to do, how do something? I ask him? <laughs> right. Could you could you help a brother out? <laughs> we need to change the offense. Okay, change the offense. You don't have to change the quarterback to change the offense. Just do some different things. Put some people in motion. Tell them to run. Do some other things. There's other things you can do. We're not changing the quarterback. Don't ask again. Look, we changed him for you twice last year. We're not doing it again. It's done. Because Gordon, we know he would. This is what. This is how I. This is how I believe. I believe. I have nothing to prove it with. But here's what logic says to me. Usually, one in one is two. Usually. He he didn't perform last year. They changed him not only once but twice. Because he didn't perform. They changed him not once but twice. This year, with arguably more on the line, they're letting the the offense is worse this year than it was last year. Yeah. And they're still letting him play. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me? That that's what Robert Sala wants to do in a in a year where you have a losing record, that's three consecutive years of you having a losing record. Do you realize the the the, the best season in terms of wins and losses that the Jets have had since uh, the last year of Don't do uh, it. since Don't the do la- since the last year? That um, that Todd Bowles was the head coach. You know, you know what coach has the best record since then, Larry? Larry's left. La- Larry has left the chat. It's Adam Gase, seven and nine, seven nine. Oh, oh my God! 
And what happened after that? Yeah. <laughs> they stuck with him for another year. They, and they messed up because the first half was awful. Right. What was the, what was that quarterback we mentioned the other night? Luke, what was his name? Luke something. Luke Falk. Luke Falk was the starting yep. quarterback on that team. Yeah, that guy. That guy did not be- look like he belonged on an NFL field. He no. didn't even look like he belonged. He was big enough to play like for the cheerleaders <laughs> that come on at halftime. That guy. You're watching him on TV. You're like, that's the quarterback. Oh God. Gordon, what has happened to New York football? I don't know, man. What has happened to New York football? Well, the Jets have been in this spot for a lot uh, for a long time. Yeah, since Todd Bowles. Oh no, it wasn't his last year. That that was the his year where year. They, they that was his first year. His Excuse first me. year. Yeah, since 10, then ten and six. They lost on the last day to to Rex Ryan in Buffalo. Five and eleven, five and eleven, four and twelve. Gase comes in, goes seven and nine. Then they follow that up with two and fourteen. Then they turn it over to Salah, four and thirteen, seven and ten, four and five. So the best year since Todd Bowles' first year was Adam Gase at seven and nine. And the five, the year he won five games, the 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 roster was so bad. Most people, oh predicted yeah, most people he was going to be winless. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was going to be zero and sixteen mm-hmm. that year. Yeah, the fact that he got five wins out of that was team was amazing. He should have got another year. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, he should have got another year. That was they had no talent on that team. No. The, the phrase we used a lot that year, Harvey, Julian, the Jets are bereft of talent. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know what bereft meant before that year, you certainly knew it afterwards. You certainly knew then. More of a conversation next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Brooklyn now 2-1 and one in their tournament play, Gordon, as they beat Orlando tonight, 124-104. to 104. Of course, they will be without uh, Ben Simmons for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Devils were outskated by Winnipeg by the score of 6-3. to three. Could you imagine what Brian Cash would have to say if he had uh, Ben Simmons on his team? Oh, uh, he does. Well, <laughs> a different version. But... He does. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a good question. Who has missed more time here, say, over the last five years? I'll have to take a look at that after the well, show. Well, it's got to be Stanton because they play more games. That's true. But Simmons has missed entire seasons, hasn't he? Has. He has. Yeah. He has, yeah. Yeah. And Stanton's missed close to seasons. Yep. Has he played – has he been healthy for a full season since he's been here? Uh, I think the first year, I, I don't know if he was healthy the entire season, but he played like 140 games that year. That's healthy for him. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's 162 who, who games. Who knew that was the, that was the peak? That's going to be the high level. Mm-hmm. High level. For, wow, that's crazy. And it's not just that he he doesn't play. This past year it was couldn't hit. Yeah, couldn't run. Couldn't run. Couldn't run. Yeah, that was, that uh, was first the big year thing. with the Yankees. Oh no, excuse me. First year with the Yankees played 158 games. Wow. 28, 2018. He played 158 games, 38 homers, 100 ribbies, uh, slugged uh, 500 OPS plus of 130. And then the following year, 2019, he played 18 games. 2020, he played 23. That was the, the COVID year, obviously, mm-hmm. so it was shortened. Uh, 2021, 139, which is still, you would sign It's pretty for good. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 2022, he played 110. That's starting to uh, – yeah. that, that was the first sign that the – yeah. That the slump was on, even though he hit 31 home runs, he still only hit had an OPS plus of 112, so not not where he usually is. And then this year, oof, 
Hundreds we don't want to talk about this year. Yeah, no, we don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, let's just move, move on. Let's move on. Robs and Queens. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Hey, Rob. Um, yeah, I so I just wanted to weigh in on the Jets-Giants conversation with the quarterbacks. And so I, I was talking to the producer, and my, my question to you guys is, what what do you think would happen if Pickett and Zach were, were swapped? Because I really feel like it comes down to these poorly run organizations that can really, really just ruin players. And you see it all across sports also. I mean, I, I feel for Zach, he doesn't have he doesn't have the, the mentality to be a starting quarterback, but he shouldn't have been drafted that high in the first place. I remember mm. back in the draft time, Justin Fields was the clear two to Trevor Lawrence. And out of nowhere, we started hearing about Zach. And the report on him was he couldn't read defenses. And what was very confusing about it for me personally was that, that they play more games or something. I thought the I thought the college football season was over at that point. What what did they see that was different that that propelled him over Justin Fields? So I, I think I think when organizations aren't making sound decisions, that could really really set them back. And then you take a look at the Giants. I, What's going on? You're going to draft a quarterback? What's going on with this offensive line, guys? Remember, this has been – the offensive line has been an issue for the Giants dating back to Eli's last few years. Jerry Reese. That's how, <laughs> that's how long that this offensive line has been an issue. Uh, they, and they've, they've made picks. They've made signings. They've signed the guy from, from Green Bay who was supposed to be good, but turned out he wasn't. Uh, are they – is it something with the staff? Uh, what's in the water? I don't, I, I don't get it, man. It's – it's tough. It's tough. But like I said, across sports, when teams are making sound decisions, like you guys were just talking about Juan Carlo taking on that contract at that time, seemed like, uh, and in the end, here we are, these just later, then pan out. And You're right, the, Rob. The Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Um, listen, when you are drafted that high as a quarterback, here's the thing you know. Most likely, you're going to a bad team. Which means it's going to take you some time. You're not going to have a great offensive line. You may not have great talent. It's going to take you a while. Listen, I, I hear what you're saying about Kenny Pickett, but if you watch the Steeler games, the fans are crying for a new offensive coordinator mm -hmm. for Pittsburgh because they feel that he's being underutilized. Now, he has shown you some signs, and yes, I will grant you that Mike Tomlin is an outstanding head coach. There's no question about it. He's, he's in the top tier of coaches in the National Football League, and they do have an unbelievable organization as far as, you know, because, Gordon, they don't have a lot of changes. They've had four, mm -hmm. they've had four head coaches in 100 years. <laughs> well, I mean, just talk about situations. Yeah, I mean, situations really matter. And sometimes you can take the names out of it and think about who went where and, and, and how that will play out. And, and maybe there's no better example of Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Trevor Lawrence was can't miss. Everybody wants to get this guy. And he went there the first year, and the situation was so bad, everybody was asking, was, is this guy a bust? Did they make a mistake? They certainly wasted his rookie year, and now since they got Urban Meyer out of there and they got somebody in there who actually knows what he's doing, he's starting to look like the guy that we thought. So I would say at this point, you'd have to say just on situation alone, Forget about the coach, just the organization itself. Going to the Jets has a pretty bad track record. It does. They don't know how to develop quarterbacks. 
They've and had part, issues. And, and, and in terms of the Giants, if the Giants are picking one or two, they're going to have to take a quarterback. But there is something to be said for they need an entire offensive makeover. Mm-hmm. Soup to nuts, top to bottom. Outside of the left tackle, that's about the only thing worth saving there. Yeah. They need, they need a line. They need receivers. They need a tight end. I think they got to move on from the running back. They got to find a quarterback. So if they're picking one or two, they got to take the quarterback there because you're hoping not to be picking one or two again anytime soon. But it doesn't. It's not like if they pick one or two, they're going to just solve their problems there. They got they got everything to do. Yeah, their shopping list is everything, every aisle. Which means it's not a one year fix. Not a one year fix by no means. It's a rebuild. Mm -hmm. It's a rebuild. That's what it is. And, um, you know, I hope you Giant fans are patient because it's, it's going to take at least two years. At yeah. least. At least. And that's on the positive side of it. All right, my friend, be good on the radio. I'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. We thank you for joining us. We thank our guests for getting us prepared for this weekend. Harvey Julian, thank you very much. Up next, conversation continues on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.